Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have come to an end. The Giants have won the pennant. All right, Brad, we are back. It is November already, which... That's crazy. I, it, it, it's ridiculous. And since I heard from somebody, somebody said the reason why time passes by so quickly when you get older is because each year is such a smaller part of your overall life every single, every single year. So when you're a kid and you're eight, you've only, <laughs> you know, a year feels really long because you haven't been alive oh, yeah. that long. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Maybe sounds. No, sounds I think it's smart. I think it's work. Work just slowly <laughs> kills us and makes time fly by. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it is already November, yeah. and I know you guys are a holidays family, but I don't imagine the Christmas stuff is going up anytime soon. Is that true? <laughs> we've. <laughs> I laugh because we've had discussions. <laughs> yesterday uh i think we we, you know so we have teenagers now and so halloween's a little different so last night was a little different you know uh i was outside with my candy shoot and we were you know dropping candy to the kids buckets and everything that came through the neighborhood and the 14 year old was out with her friends at their house uh and then the 16 year old was here with her friends watching Dancing with the Stars, the Halloween live edition. Um, so it was just the wife and I out in the gr- out in the front yard <laughs> handing out candy, yeah. uh, and then afterwards we were cleaning up, and everybody had gone home. and And I said, you know, the weather's good this weekend. As you can see right now, it's not. You know, it rained forty. It rained here actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. First, first time it's rained. I, I can't even remember, and it's really cold. Like it was. It, it was weird. Yeah, we're we're getting it now. It just the rain just started. It's forty three degrees. It is uh, snowing over the pass. Um, 
over 80 and the next two days are going to be like that. And then I think this, this weekend it clears up a little bit, maybe, maybe not, but I already told my wife, I said, you know, cause the way it is here in Reno, if you can get a good weekend and it's like 70 degrees in November, put the lights up. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to put the outdoor lights up because you cannot, we get 50 mile an hour gusts. I'm oh, yeah. not getting on a loud on a ladder on a weekend if it's gusting wind. Oh yeah. So if there's no wind this weekend and it's snowing, I'll put up the lights. No problem. As long as there's no wind. So no, it's really, it's up. really smart. It's really smart. Uh, you know, my wife is a Christmassy person herself though. You know, we don't really, we have some stuff. We have a little bit of, uh, of stuff there. Uh, but we don't put the whole lights around the house, probably because I I won't do it. But um, <laughs> uh, I asked her, I was like, okay, so it is November. Like, what what's the deal? Like, when? Because she, what she does is it's Christmas music all, all the time. It's uh, yes. and then she and then she starts this rewatch of like every Christmas movie that she can handle. And she goes through about like 15 of them before Christmas. And so I was like, so when does this start? And, and you know, we've, we've only been married for a couple of years. So it's not like yeah. we've been with each other forever like you guys. But she's like, come on, December 1st. Like, give me a little credit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. So it's not like we're going to put the Christmas tree up like November 1. Or some people do it after Thanksgiving as well. So, yeah. uh, but well, the we- season is coming. It's funny because, you, you, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, that, that's a big movie in our family and has been since it came out for me personally in 1993. But uh, anything Disney and all that. Uh, but Nightmare Before Christmas is a good mix because you can put out Nightmare Before Christmas decorations mm-hmm. in October and you could just leave them all through the holidays because it is a, a movie that's mixed between uh, – Halloween and, and Christmas. Um, so there's a lot of decorations that we have up for Halloween that are just staying. We don't have to move those. Some of them we are going to put away. Some other ones are just like jack-o'-lanterns and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I'll, but I won't turn on the lights. I want to make that clear to everybody. I will put up the Christmas lights, but I will not turn them on until the day after Thanksgiving. Then they'll actually be turned on. And I think it just got an alert that Bryce Harper went yard. Uh-oh. There so the world the that. World Series is is going on. Game three yeah. is going on as we are recording. Game three actually got rained out yesterday, which was unfortunate because you know as it gets closer to November, <laughs> and, and we are in November. I can't imagine the weather gets any better. I than, don't think uh, so. Than, than it, and so not, not in not in Philly. <laughs> no, you remember we had uh, Jarrett Seidler with us, who was yes. who's from Baseball of America. And he was like making fun of um, fans who were just like complaining about, you know, some of the games and the way the playoffs are. And and I was like, well, can't we like figure out a way to, you know, make sure that there's no baseball in November? Like, is can't can't we like move things up? And he's like, well, if not for the strike, the World Series would have been over. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So that's true. I think I think that is the idea is to make sure that the new, that the World Series doesn't go into November or um, or 154 games. How about that? Yeah, you know they're not going to give up those games. <laughs> I think I I think what is it today is what uh, 12 years ago today is when the Giants beat the uh, the Rangers for the first World Series I, title. 
believe so november 1st yeah Yeah, because i remember uh, walking around the kids were four and two so i remember on halloween there was no way i was getting away with standing home and watching the game while my wife (laughs) took the kids out but i love i love halloween anyway so i was going out but i had the earpiece in with the you know it was 2010 so i had the earpiece yeah with the with the wire going down to transistor radio in my pocket you know, so, or actually I think I had, I might've had a Microsoft Zune. If you oh yeah. Yes. The brick. And that, yes. And that had FM stations and the giants here in Reno for a few years, their broadcast station was actually on FM. So it was a fantastic signal. Then they went to AM. Then they went to nowhere. We don't have Giants broadcast in Reno anymore. So that sucks. Well, now you have the MLB app if you if you want exactly. to exactly. Uh, okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about Aaron Judge. That's the big story out this way. Uh, there, we, we mentioned the writer uh, in New York who had the uh, call. I don't know if he wrote a column or if he just went on a bunch of a uh, bunch of podcasts and radio shows and stuff where he's talking about. So how he thinks judge to the giants is a, is a done deal. And um, our, our own David B Fleming broadcaster extraordinaire kind of refuted the story. Uh, and, and so we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about sort of the world series so far, only two games in by next week, we'll have like the full boat uh, series is split one to one, one to one. And as Brad said, uh, Bryce Harper just hit a two run Homer. So, the Phils are up 2-0 in game three at home. I imagine the, the ballpark's going nuts right now. It, it was insane. I've, I I have it on another screen. So I, well, you know, we're Mac people. So yes. I had it on another desktop. <laughs> so, so I flipped back and forth. Uh, do you, and, and we'll talk about this in a second. So I flipped over there and uh, right when I got the alert, and of course there's a delay on you know watching it online so yeah. as soon as i flipped it there he uh the, the the swing of the bad drive to right center field the place was insane i mean the philly fans are insane and and as soon as that series split then i'm sure houston tightened up a little bit and went, yeah oh crap we're There's going a chance to philly for yeah. three games yeah this is gonna be tough so yeah uh, the app, the MLB game day app, at least on the web browser, because I have the web browser up, they were late after it was, it didn't show that the home run happened until about 30 seconds after you told me. So I yeah, yeah, something, something no, going on. It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy scene. Uh, they're out of the inning and heading now to the uh, second inning. So, And then, you know, we'll also talk about uh, what we are drinking. But let's start with the conversation around one Aaron Judge, and also, if Aaron, if it's not Aaron Judge, who who else is out there? Alex Pavlovich just wrote an article this morning about the two other possibilities that could happen if it's not Judge. And I will tell you, they are not as sexy as signing Aaron Judge, but they could be helpful as well. Um, so let's uh, – I'm going to read from – and you know what? You know what we're going to do here because of the technology that that we do have. I'm going to, at least for people who are watching us uh, on video here, uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up the article as I am reading from it so they will be able to see uh, the article go. as well. It is uh, the, from KMBR's website. 
David Fleming. Dave Fleming says the Randy Miller report did not pass the smell test <laughs> for him. And basically, okay, so I'll, I'll just read the quote. Um, not to say it won't happen, but this time of the year, I think so much of this stuff, and I'm not accusing anybody specifically, cough, Randy Miller, cough. <laughs> uh, but the agents are out there, and the agents are just so deliberate about who they use to float messages to get certain teams to feel that outside presser, uh, pressure. And, and so I'm not, I'm not saying that you know being mean to Randy Miller in any way. I, no, but no, that's no. what Dave Fleming was absolutely <laughs> insinuating. I mean, you can't hide that comment by saying I'm not accusing anybody specifically when you're sort of refuting uh, uh, the story. And I, yeah. I think a lot of people thought the same way that Dave thought, which was it's too good to be true, right? It can't be this yeah. easy. It's always going to be harder. And, you know, the Giants have finished in second place how many times now? So that's what us yeah. as the fan base, that's what we think is going to happen just instinctively. So then he said, I'm not saying the Giants aren't attracted to Aaron Judge or vice versa. I think that is definitely true. But the certainty of that report did not ring totally true to me. I'm not trying to pour cold water on everything, but I wouldn't take that one to the bank. All right. So we, you, even you, you more so than me, are uh, the eternal optimist when it comes to stuff like this. Yep. You probably, I mean, we we both felt it's like oh, it's not going to be that easy. But do you do you have the same feeling that uh, one uh, Mr. Fleming had about this report? Uh, you don't know, and here's why. And, and here's why. Everybody right now who is not associated with the Astros or the Phillies are currently in the off season. And those people are doing their jobs. Everybody's doing their job, right? The, if, the, if that's the way Fleming thinks it, it is going, then here's what's happening. The agent is doing his job. Mm -hmm. The reporter is doing his job. Dave Fleming is doing his job by kind of trying to quell it and reading us the as tea fans, Yeah, exactly. And us as fans are doing our job by getting ridiculously overly excited <laughs> about this because the, any nugget right now, we're going to say, yes, look, look, that gives us an edge. We mm. have this little edge because it was written and, you know, so it is written. So it shall be true. Right. Um, exactly. So, so I think, so I think everybody's just doing their job right now in the off season. It's going to be a long off season. Uh, so strap in. It won't be as long of an offseason as it was last year because of the lockout, uh, but it's going to be a long offseason. Um, so all I can say to everybody involved in this, and I'm going to say us too because we're the fans, keep doing your job because that that's what we're supposed to do, man. We're, we're supposed to see this stuff and say, well, somebody wrote it. I'm getting a little excited. But here's the thing. you know, If you get too excited, like you said, we finished in second place in so many of these big free agent, uh, you know, tussles over the years. Um, we haven't gotten the big one, I'd say. Since Barry Bonds, right? Since Barry Bonds, really. I mean, you could you could probably go down the list of all the free agents we've signed and say, I, you know, we, none of these were gigantic gets. Have we gotten some big 
trades? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could look at Hunter Pence. You could look yeah. at Ellis Burks. Let's go back further. Ellis Burks. That was a that was a pretty big get. And then we got to keep him for a couple more years and he did awesome for us. But but nobody you know, and I'm going to throw Armando Benitez out there. I mean, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't get the big get. You know what I mean? We haven't gotten that guy since Barry Bonds, so we're hungry. We yeah. we want that big get. So I'm going to see something like that, and I'm going to say, "Ooh, all right, we have an inside route to possibly the biggest free agent since Bryce Harper." Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I. I'm trying to think. I mean, Max Scherzer, I wouldn't even call him as big as this one because he was in his late 30s when he signed that deal with the Mets. Yeah. I mean, this to me is the big one since Bryce Harper. So when can all this stuff happen? Uh, It sounds like, and I'm using uh, NBC Sports, I guess this is a Red Sox page. Uh, As soon as the MLB season ends, all players on expiring contracts become free agents but have to wait at least five days before officially signing with another club. So theoretically, free agency can start next week when this World Series is over. Or actually, uh, I mean, what the the World Series, when is Game 7? Is Game 7 next weekend? I mean, we're we're looking at a 1-1 series so this series could technically be over uh thursday thursday wow thursday and we're on tuesday right now so because we've got three games in a row then they push the off game or the the off day the travel day uh will be friday so then saturday sunday will be games uh six and seven we we could be done thursday and then what did you say five days after that five days after you can officially sign Five days after that, we could be full blown. But you know how baseball works. It's not, it's not football free agency, uh, where you have the legal tampering time, and then at midnight when things kick in, eighteen guys sign with (laughs) teams. That's not baseball doesn't work that way. The way baseball has been going the last couple of years is you're going to get some signings in February. The big ones may not happen till. January, February. Uh, and you remember going back to the Kurt Schilling days. Um, do you remember his deal was made over Thanksgiving dinner. So, so that was November. And I, we just don't see big names like that sign anymore before the holidays. Usually it's right after the holidays. Now guys just want to relax and spend their holidays. And then when the holidays are over, get serious about signing. Um, but you, you know the the significant others and the kids they're they're the ones who are like, uh, are we still going to live in uh, New York or are we going to move to San Francisco? I'd like to know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the sooner the better. <laughs> so I know Bonds signed early because, and here's how I remember: we were at a like family reunion holiday party, and it was a couple of weeks before Christmas and I, we were yeah. hearing it happen on, uh, on KBR. And so officially I just looked it up. The date they have uh, in Google or whatever website MLB.com has is December the 6th. So bond signed really early wow. uh, compared to uh, some of these other things. Okay. So w- I mean, what type of, what's the length of the contract that you think it is going to take because then you're just going to multiply 35 or 40 times the length to get to whatever that contract is. 
And yeah. as as you are looking at that, I'm going to look at what the uh, what the top deals are right now uh, for for baseball players, just so we kind of like know what the ballpark is. Um, There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Yeah, I, I wanted to look. I just wanted to verify his age one more time. 30 years old. 30 years old. Uh, he'll turn 31 right after the season starts, April 26th. Uh, we have the World Baseball Classic, so I'm not, I, I don't remember exactly how that's all going to play into it uh, timing-wise. God, I love, the, I love the World Baseball Classic. Oh, so fun, so fun. It, and if you've never watched the base, World Baseball Classic because you've been doing other things that time of year, just stop. Watch the World Baseball Classic. I mean, we, we've got coming up here, we've got the World Cup of soccer starting in November. First time ever it's going to be played over the holidays. This is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen the commercials with uh, John Hamm as Santa Claus. Mm-mm. That's a dapper looking Santa Claus. Right there. <laughs> um, but, but so we've got that and then we've got the holidays. And then shortly after that, we go into the world baseball classic, which is a highly emotional uh, series tournament for a lot of the countries that are in it and it is a blast to watch i mean it it is baseball at its core uh it's like watching the little league world series with grown-ups um and which i also really enjoy the little league world series as well so if you uh, can go if they're having it in your area i went uh many years ago uh, when it was here in san francisco it was so fun so much fun yeah, it's just I, different. I, the, the different cultures, the way cultures celebrate baseball is different than the way Major League Baseball celebrates baseball. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I've been wanting to uh, every every time the World Baseball Classic comes around, I go, oh, I gotta buy a USA baseball hat. Yeah, me too. USA baseball hat. So I think this will be the year. I'll probably do that. Get a T-shirt, um, support the team, uh, go crazy. I uh, just really enjoy every single game. So I'm really looking forward to it. But, but yeah, anyways, he'll, he'll be 31. It's probably going to take to get judge. Uh, man, 
uh, it's probably going to take a seven year deal. And, and that's just, and that's just the number you see all the time, seven years, so-and-so amount. Um, I don't, could there be some trickery in it, you know, where you've got the two year opt out, mm-hmm. um, to, to get him to maybe do like a five-year deal. You do a two year opt out and there he can stay in for the extra three years and then get, but then, but then he's 36 when that contract yeah. expires and he could be due for another one, but he won't get as much. I don't this know. Is, this I is what I don't understand deal. about baseball players because basketball players would do like a three or four or even maybe a two and have an opt out because yeah. the more you hit the free agent market, the better, right? Yeah, like absolutely. that's just, that's how it works. Baseball players, they love these long deals. <laughs> so let's go back to 2000. Unless, unless you're Lincecum. Yeah, Lincecum for whatever reason. He, yeah, it's I mean, like probably, smart, probably smart mm-hmm. for a couple of years, but then not so smart after that no. uh, because then he got hurt and he wasn't good anymore. Uh, Albert Pujols, 2012, signed a 10-year deal for $240 million. The reason why I mention him is because he's – age-wise kind of similar to where judges and the Angels still gave him a 10-year deal and you know probably regretted uh, half of those years uh on that deal albert was yeah. never the same after uh, leaving st louis and then he goes back to st louis and then he's awesome again what the hell <laughs> uh joey Votto, 2014 10 years 225 uh, Robinson Cano, oh man, this is another unfortunate one. Uh, with the Mariners, ten <laughs> for two twenty-eight. Dear God, how, how many of those were spent on the uh, suspension list? Yeah, right. But again, he was thirty-one <laughs> at the beginning of this contract, and uh, you know, of course, he didn't really end up uh, on uh, on. He didn't end up lasting very long with uh, with Seattle. Uh, Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, who I think we finished, did we finish second again in in him with him? Uh, You know, that was the whole rumor thing kicking around because that was a trade. First, it was going to be a trade and then a signed deal. Right. Um, and, and I think we were rumored to be right in there, but it was never really confirmed. Yeah, there it was rumored. At least maybe Giants fans want to believe that we were in in second. A uh, thirteen years, three hundred twenty five million dollar contract in two thousand and fifteen. He was a little bit younger than uh, than judges now. Machado ten for three hundred. That was signed a few years ago. Uh, we get to Mike Trout, 10 for 360. That was signed in 2021. He still had two years left on his deal, so it was more like a 12 for 426 kind of deal. Uh, Corey Seager last year, 10 for 325. Uh, Lindor last year as well, 10 for 341. Uh, and uh, Bryce Harper a couple years ago, th- three years ago actually, 13 for three. 30. So his average is, is a little bit less than those guys. Uh, if if the idea is that it's going to be, you know, like you said, seven, maybe it's eight. I can't imagine the Giants go 10 years with this guy, but you know, it could be what they what he wants. Right. Uh, it looks like the average has got to be above 35 because that's kind of where the deals ended last year. Uh, for for these big players, Mookie signed twelve for three sixty five in in twenty twenty one, and of course, Tatis. But Tatis is so young, fourteen for yeah. three forty 
in 2021. And then J-Rod, just this year, 13 for 210. I don't understand why he signed that contract um, in the way that, that he has, did. That has some good opt-outs, though, I think, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. eight. I think it's eight. Uh, is it? Is it eight? Uh, play no, he's five for ninety, so he's got a he's got a player option after five. So yeah, that's really smart. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. it, it's gonna be a five for ninety as long as he's a good baseball player. Um, so yeah, so the, those are the deals in which this will be sort of uh, measured against. And if it is a ten year deal, I'm not sure Zadie is gonna go for that. I think they would go for like a seven year deal, like you said, and you know, average maybe forty million just to get him to to take a lesser deal but because that's what that's what it's going to take right if judge is like nope i want a 10-year deal then the giants are like okay well let's go six and then we're going to jack your average up so that you know you you but i don't know i think it's a i think it's going to be a nice little bargain i don't sense that zadie's just going to be like brother (laughs) 10 for 400 let's go (laughs) right like that's just not zadie's way of doing business no, absolutely not. And and you and you nailed it because you said if it's 10 years, then Zadie may say no. So so if he's starting to look for a 10-year deal and he's gonna stick with that, he's going to lose some teams. He may not get the teams that he really, really wants to secretly go to. And if the what Giants the are one of those teams, the Dodgers, I mean, you, you may start dipping those teams out of it. The Yankees may, may be one of the only ones that say, yeah, 10 years, we'll do it. Or the Red Sox, because the Red Sox have given out long deals. Yeah, They may jump in and say, we'll, we'll do the 10 years. We'll, we'll, we'll take them off the Yankees' hands and we'll we'll put them in our yard uh let them just hammer home runs there yeah and and we'll be good um okay here, but, here's here's a here's a yeah, question yeah. because we haven't had to think about it this way prior to this last year with the dh can you manage him in a way from a mileage standpoint where you can talk yourself into 10 years because previously in the national league, if you're going to sign a guy, he's got to play defense. Right. Right now, the way that the league works with the DH in the national league, he doesn't have to play defense. He just has to hit. So maybe it's like, a, you know, let's manage him. Maybe he doesn't play 140 in the field. Maybe he plays, 90 in the field and we maneuver guys around to, to give him, I don't know. I, I can't fathom a 10 year deal. It just seems like it's uh, you know, the you're, you're going to, you'll be lucky for half of those years to be productive, just the way that it works, especially yeah. him. Like he's had, he's had injuries in the past too. So um, this is going to be one fascinating thing. And for giants fans, we have built this thing up with judge so high if they don't get him, <laughs> there's going to be so much depression in the Bay Area. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're right. It could get ugly because, and again, because of articles like we were touching on earlier, where the Giants will do anything. <laughs> but fans will remember that because true or not, which it probably is not true, because we know Zadie is not the type of person to do anything and give anybody any deal that they want for them to come over. Although 
is Giants management stepping in a little bit and saying, we want Judge. The coffers are wide open. Yeah. You, you do what you can and then build the team around him with the younger core coming up. Um, but, but yeah, it, there, there will be an absolute revolt, but I think you can, I think you can manage him um, with the DH, but, but here's the problem. He is a big, big dude. So just swinging the bat can pose problems on a body like that. Um you know, the, as as hard as he swings and as muscular and as huge as he is, he's got he's got muscles to pull that we don't even have. So I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's the, that that's part of the problem too. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Hitting and running the bases, he's, he he you can still hurt yourself like that. He's not an I mean, he's not necessarily an injury prone dude. Um, I, I wouldn't say no more than anybody else. Um, Ten years, man, is just. Yeah, I, I, it's just not something we do. And and now the Phillies are up for nothing. Boom and uh, Marsh just homered. Wow, man. I got to flip it over and see this place going absolute bats, not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So I guess to, to put a cap on this thing, the ML, I think the MLB re-upped their TV deal for seven years and so you would think as long as as long as what we see media being in seven years, you know, your Amazon and your Apple TV and your YouTube TV, maybe like more of the I'm sure it'll be more the norm than it is today. And yeah. there will be other new technologies that are involved in that. So the media rights are probably just going to keep going up, at least for now, because of how the competitive atmosphere for that stuff so even, you know, after seven years, you, you go, okay, we're going to get more money. So maybe the extra three years aren't going to be too bad because we're going to get a lot more money from the. So that's also another thing to think about. But last thing. Okay. So I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Giants finished second. Maybe this is a little bit of a reverse jinx on my end, you know, hoping that, that I'm wrong here. Uh, I think the Dodgers, I think the Yankees, I think the Red Sox, they're all going to be in that mix. But you never know because, you know, we I don't think we thought the Rangers were going to get both Seager and Simeon last year, right? No. That was kind of a surprise. So it could be another team who is bubbling up, you know, maybe the Angels. Uh, they, you know, that I think they still have uh, who's the, the third baseman that they signed to to a big deal and Rendon, who hasn't panned out. Um, Trout is is injured. You still have Otani. Uh, you know they maybe they're like, look, we need you know we need a guy because we want to be in the mix. Other teams could could just be there. You know the Padres. You know they were so close. Let's let's just fork over some more money and just you know let's just steal the West from the Giants and the Dodgers. I think we're gonna finish. Uh, Grant Brisbury said he didn't even think the Giants were gonna finish close. Like he just thought that they're going to be a little bit smarter with the money than, than maybe some of these other teams. So I will say let's, we're going to finish in second. Um, what are the, what are the flip sides of that? What, what do we, what does that mean? Uh, we've all, we've already talked about the Trey Turner thing, but I do think we need to fix the outfield. Alex Pavlovich, yeah. Alex Pavlovich today wrote that they could turn to Brandon Nimmo who saved Six 
I think he had, I think he had like a six war in in the outfield or something like that. As far as far as like, I forget how that is calculated when it comes to, you know, say how many runs did he save or, or whatever, whatever the stat is that that you know he he was a really good defensive outfielder. But he's probably not going to hit that well. But if you have an outfielder and you can plant in center field, you move you move uh, the Yasmanian Devil to right field only. <laughs> And then, yeah. uh, you know, and then w- whatever, whatever, maybe Austin Slater plays left and you kind of manage that situation. And then you move Jock specifically to DH if they bring Jock back. Uh, the other one that's out, the other story that's out there is the Giants going after and trading for someone who was in their system prior, who is Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. Like, that's the other one is like, maybe we can get Brian Reynolds back. As far as alternatives to Aaron Judge, what do you think about those options? You know, I like that. Anytime you can take Yaz and stick him into right field and have him play, you know, 95% of the games in right field, it's great. You've you've got a a fantastic right fielder in Yaz. Um, The bat, I think, will come around again, Um, especially with more protection in the lineup. If he doesn't have to hit leadoff all the time, uh, if you can get a Brian Reynolds and you can put Ryan Ryan Reynolds in center field, uh, again, another good uh, defensive outfielder, and you can have him hit in front of uh, Yaz and and then some more power behind Yaz. I think Yaz's bat lights up again. Um, So, so yeah, I mean, Nimmo, I like Nimmo. I'm just not sure. I, I don't know much about his track record. Uh, I, I just know that he is a, you know, a good power option, a good alternative maybe to judge. And and here's my problem with the whole judge chase too. Again, is if it goes into February, at some point, if you're the Giants, you've got to leave that. Yeah, there are so many holes to fill. You cannot be in the judge chase. I'd say past like the middle to late December that 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 would be a huge problem for the Giants if they just relied on because then then if you go all the way till February and you don't get them now you're scrambling to take a 500 ball club and make them five games over 500 at that point yeah I mean there there are so many holes to fill so so Brandon Nimmo is going to be a free agent for the first time this year he will be uh, 30 years old by the, I think he's either going to be really, uh, right at the end of his 29 year, or he'll be 30 by the time the season starts. Uh, and he, he had an on base percentage of, t- of 367. So he got on base, uh, 433 slugging good OPS, uh, batting average was 274. He did hit 16 jacks. He scored 104 runs. So he got on base enough for that g- really good Mets team. And he had a five war, but yeah, he's going to get paid. I don't know what he's, w- what that means. Is he, uh, uh, $18 million player? Is he a $25 million player with those numbers? He's going to be probably the top defensive free agent as far as outfield is concerned. So that's going to mean something as for Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds is probably going to still cost you a, a pretty prospect because he's not a free agent until 2026. So you would have uh, one. So you'd have our beers uh, eligible 2024, 2025. And so two more after this year, because he signed to a contract through 2023. So you'd still have 
24 and 25. So if you trade for him, you got him for three more years before he becomes a free agent. So that means he's probably going to cost them uh, prospect wise more so than somebody who was a little bit closer to free agent status. And he had a manageable year. He had an okay year last year, hit uh, 262, uh, 345 on base, 461 slugging, uh, 27 jacks, 62 runs batted in, and uh, uh, 74 runs scored. So not great, uh, but, but but in a Pirates lineup. In a Pirates lineup. Yeah. And he also um you know he is he is a, a younger player. So you 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 have him. You're you're signing if you're trading for, for Brian Reynolds, you are saying you're gonna be with us, you are our future for the next three or four years and and you know before he becomes a free agent. So it's not you know, it's not that long ago where he was eleventh. Uh, in the MVP voting in the National League, only 2021, where he hit 24 jacks, hit 302. So that is only, you know, a, one year ago. And he was uh, a really good rookie in, in 19. So the, the, the reps for him would say that he's going to give you uh, s- some pretty good years. This was his best power year. Uh, those are two options that are really good for the Giants if they don't get judged. But I think the key is, is what you said, which is how long is this uh, red carpet going to be rolled out for Aaron Judge? And how far along do we go? Because, you know, maybe Nimmo wants to get signed quickly. Maybe that's, you know, maybe it's like Mets. Do you want me? If not, you know, and, and so there's a timing aspect there. The the Reynolds thing, I think, is kind of like... uh you know, we can we can wait on that a little bit unless other teams are have the same idea as the Giants, which is, you know, if we don't get this guy, then we go and try and make this trade. So that's 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 actually really yeah. interesting. And the and the Giants have enough money though to get Nimmo and Judge. They do. I, I mean, they re- they really do. Um, so you can sign Nimmo and, and then keep going after Judge. But then if Trey Turner all of a sudden says, "I'm ready to sign now," and I like your offer. And then you get Turner and you have Nimmo. Is that a good replacement for Judge? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. you, you've cr- you've created much better defense, um, especially up the middle. Um, uh, again, you you sign Trey Turner. What do you what do you do? Where do you play him? I mean, he's he's got to play second base, right? He, he can't play shortstop. We already have a shortstop. Uh, he can go back and forth with Crawford, Crawford at shortstop. Crawford has never played anywhere else. And then if he plays, you know, Trey Turner plays second base, then then what do you do with Tyro Estrada? So, uh, you know, you play the DH game with that and you kind of move guys around. But I mean, Turner's going to get a, if he wants that 10-year deal, he's going to get a $300 million deal as well. So, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think Turner and Judge together is, is doable, but... If you're trying to get Judge and you can't get him, you're just gonna you you give Turner a little bit less. Uh, but he's gonna get he's you know I don't, he's probably not gonna get the same kind of deal as Seager because Seager's a little bit younger than him. Yeah. But you know he's gonna get a big deal too. So yeah, all that stuff is fascinating. Uh, before we just kind of give our previews or, or our predictions for the the rest of this World Series, what are you drinking? I went simple because I'm a simple man. I went with the uh, Buffalo Trace. There we go. 
uh, one of my favorite bourbons. I yeah. cracked it open last night uh, for Halloween while I was sitting outside in the, I don't know, God, what was it last night? Like 48 degrees outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reno's cold. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> sitting out there with my gloves on, giving out candy. Um, so I poured myself a, uh, a follow-up slug today, and I still enjoy it today as much as I did yesterday. Awesome. Uh, so for me, I mentioned last week that uh, I had made the the Mexican mule. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I was going to do the Kentucky mule. So I did. I took the my Bundaberg Diet Ginger Beer, there which was at Safeway. I didn't. I, I was at Safeway, which is why I got it, or else I was going to go to uh, the other store, Sprouts, to get the one that your wife suggested. Oh, and yeah. uh, and I got my bourbon, and I got my little tin here, and my nice. little lemon juice, and I'm having a good time with this. Uh, the the I, I was um, the wife and I are into the chilled white wines right now. Yeah, but we're it, we're trying to find the low the lower sugar ones, which. You know, they don't taste as fantastic and they're sort of a little bit more of a mass marketed kind of product. But I told her, I said, okay, it's November. My company is actually having a holiday party this year. Oh, nice. So it is December 10th and all that extra wine, probably not great if I'm going to try and fit in a suit by December 10th. (laughs) So the only drinks that I'm having... For the month of November, n- no booze, November, no, uh, what, uh, whatever, whatever that is, is yeah. uh, the ones that we're having here uh, we, 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 on this show. So I, I'm still gonna, you know, have my have my bourbon or have my whiskey or, or whatever when I do a show with you. But I, I, I'm putting a hold on, on that white wine until after this holiday party. So. Yeah, we were we were just in uh, Tahoe for the la- last week, middle of the week, and then over the Nevada Day holiday, and uh, and for our anniversary, and so we're hanging out. We went to um, Rayleigh's when we first got there in South Tahoe, next to Heavenly, and uh, we went in there. and My wife bought a bottle of rosé. Wow! As if it were as if it were July. <laughs> <laughs> the weather wasn't even that great. It was pretty chilly. Uh, yeah. We did get in the hot tub at one point, and then we got out of the hot tub, and the wind hits you, and it's like, you know, fifty three degrees, and you're going, oh my gosh! But yeah, <laughs> nice. Gotta love the rosés. Uh, you know for. I didn't, I will, I would, you know how they do the thing or like I was today years old when I figured out yeah, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was only like two years ago when I figured out Rosé was just red wine and white wine, like put together. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Well, see, yeah, I, I, years ago. The, the scenes from an Italian restaurant song by Billy Joel, Rosé has been in my ca- vocabulary for many, many years since I was a kid. Well, of course, when I was a kid listening to that song, I don't know what the hell. bottle of of white (laughs) bottle of rosé instead i didn't know what any of that meant but i think i figured out what rosé was sometime in the 80s because you know my mom was rosé drinking housewife that's what you you go there you go (laughs) all right last uh, part of this show before we get out of here not that our prediction means anything we weren't watching every single phillies game or every single astros game uh, but uh, based on what you've seen, you know, we had the, the Kyle Tucker and uh, JT Real Muto game for game one where Tucker hits two bombs. They're going great. 
Verlander is like, huh, I've been here before. Game one of the World <laughs> Series. And he's just hanging breaking balls. I'm like, dude, throw your fastball. And he gives it all, he gives it right back. They're up 5-0. He gives it all back. And then they go into extra innings and Real Muto, who had who had doubled earlier to score some runs, hits a hits a home run in the tenth, and then they hold on. I didn't know if they were gonna hold on or not. Jeez. Yeah. That was rough. Uh, so they win game one, and really game two was like okay, we got house money here. We just needed to split. We're good. And now we're in game three right now. And and as of this viewing, what is the score of this game? We've got four, four nothing fills in the, we're going to the top of the third, bottom of the third. Um, Yeah. It's great. Remember last week, I think before the season or before the series even started, I said, it's either going to be four nothing Astros or four one Astros. See, but the, I said the Phillies would be lucky to get one game. <laughs> now, I think the Astros are going to be lucky to get back home at this point. Wow! Because you're playing in front of these rabid fans in Philadelphia. I mean, these guys are going nuts, and they hate the Astros. They're booing them every second they get. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, if, if if it goes back to houston uh i i think houston's gonna be down i think houston's gonna be down three two if it goes back there okay here's my prediction i say go seven game six and game seven is gonna be fantastic on a saturday yeah. night sunday night it'll be good for baseball Sunday yeah. night they'll still get killed by Sunday night football. That's just the way that that, that sports work. Although right who's playing on Sunday night football? That's the question. Because they may not get killed. I don't know. I feel like it could be the Texans and the Carolina Panthers, and they'll still beat the baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think we're we're uh we're getting the Texans on Thursday night. Oh, there you is, go. That's very fitting. There you go. We're getting, let's see, Sunday night football. We are getting the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. So a ah. very, very good game. Yeah, <laughs> so. get a little Pat Mahomes out there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm going to say the Astros win game seven and uh, Dusty gets his title. And uh, and and it, it, yeah, I hate to use the word Dustiny because Dustiny, <laughs> what, what Dustiny means is that he's going to screw it up in some way. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not going to call it destiny. I, I think like, he's, I think like they're going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't him. That wasn't yeah. him. Still, I mean, yeah. You know. yeah. 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 But, uh, but uh, I, th- I think they're going to, I think they're going to win. I still think the Astros are going to win, but I love, I love Philly, the underdog in Philadelphia, the underdog city, Rocky Balboa, yeah. the underdog fighter. Yes. Like that just fits like that narrative. So I think Philly takes two out of three at home. Like you said, they go back up 3-2, and I think the Astros win the last two games and uh, win the World Series. So that is my prediction, and uh, I'm just – as much as I, I love Bryce and I and I like the idea of the underdog, I still like Dusty just a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and as Giants fans, we will always love Dusty. 2010, not even 12 and 14, 2010 – erased yes. 2002 almost like like 90% erased it 89% erased it um so and, and then 12 and 14 happened and we're like 2002 what are you talking about 
Yeah. Who cares? You can have it. Angels can have 2002. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's always that little part of me that would just love to see Dusty win it. It was an interview I was watching the other day before, I think it was before game one, where he he said, he said, I'm going to win the World Series. Uh, I'm just, I hope it's this year, but I'm going <laughs> to win it. And then I was like, wow, that's that's pure Dusty right there. I'm going to win the World Series. That, that wasn't and, Dusty. You know who yeah. that was? That was Johnny that? Lee Baker right there. That, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Lee Baker has a little more uh, a boost of confidence than Dusty. But, yeah, I, I loved it when Sorry, he said I, that. I said Johnny Lee. Yeah. It's actually Johnny B. I screwed that up. My bad. Johnny B. Baker. Johnny yeah, B. Yeah, Baker. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really hope he wins. If Philly wins, how insane is that going to be? The first year you have this new playoff format and the sixth seed gets in <laughs> and wins the entire thing. I, I'm going to love that as a baseball fan. I love that because it, again, you know, if the giants ever squeak in as a sixth seed, which they did as a wild card, yeah. Uh, you know, in 2014 and won the whole dang thing. So that, that, that's what it's all about. You get in there and you play baseball, the better managers win, the better teams end up winning. And, and right now that's what the Phillies are doing. They're just, you know, taking it to the Astros. All right. We're cutting it a little bit short here because uh, I feel like, I feel like we can do that when it's not, when the giants are done, we can kind of cut these shows a little bit short. Uh, but it was good stuff. We got to talk about Judge. We got to talk about the great Brandon Nimmo. We got to talk about Brian Reynolds, who we haven't thought about as a giant in, in many years. Trey Turner, Johnny B. Baker. <laughs> good stuff here. Uh, just quickly, if you can throw a you know throw a quick review for the the BSPN uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever, and uh, give us a follow the BSPN YouTube channel. Uh, BSPN, I think there are a couple different BSPNs in YouTube, but if you also search for Bay Area, you'll find the correct one. And give us a subscribe there. Growing this channel is really hard, by the way. So that, it, it's fun, but it, it's also very hard. So if we get more subscribers and more people will see our stuff. And I'm putting clips yeah. up of uh, not only just the live streams, also, just uh, also like clips of, of of other things, and if you're a 49ers and a Warriors fan too, there's good stuff there. I will I won't say too much more about Niners for Brad because I respect him too much. <laughs> I don't want to seem sad. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah. So we'll be rough, back. Rough week, I'll tell yeah. you that. It was rough. <laughs> I, I I agree. I, I was feeling for you. I was feeling for yeah. Rams fans in general, man. Oh gosh, um, crazy year, crazy year. But uh, you got that. You got that ring. That's right. All right. We'll be back next week. So for Brad, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. Hey there. I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. 
WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, visit wefunder.com slash bluewire. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.